Everybody and welcome to this week's bonus podcast. This week we're doing a listener question segment, and by we I mean me, Michael, and her, Gemma. Gemma, listener questions. Everybody, it's, it's, again, it seems ages since we've done a listener questions segment. If you don't know what a listener questions segment is, then it's what it sounds like. People write in questions and we answer them because I don't know. Apparently, we're some sort of authority on all things Coronation Street. Apparently, some would have you believe. If you have got a listener question that you would no like to send in to us, then write into us at conversationstreet at gmail.com and we'll shove it in the bag and maybe pull it out one day and talk about it. And just sit here on the bed, chewing the fat about whatever it is you want us to chew the fat about. First and question is from Amber. And she wants to know, which is your favourite Coronation Street pet? And she says, mine is Chesney's Schmeichel. That is a very good choice, Amber. That is well a quite done. good choice. I think that's a hard one to top. And this isn't the first time we've had a bit of a chat about pets on Coronation Street. Back in episode 149 of the podcast, which was about ooh, six years ago now, um, we did a whole feature discussion on pets. So do go back and listen to that if you want to find out more about our furry and feathered friends of Weatherfield. But um, I don't know, things have happened since then. Maybe new pets have there come have not, along. not been enough scaly friends, have there? Um, Furry, no. feathered and scaly, really. There should be some some scaled ones like fish and, and lizards. Yeah. The only time we ever really had um, a fishy friend was when um, Faye killed Owen's fish oh, in the yeah. pond. People, you'd have thought that, you know, fish might be an easy pet to have on a no, soap. No, Why? No, because you've got to keep... But it's a it's a work it's a workplace, right? People aren't there all the time, and there's a fish that you've got to keep, and then you've got to like where do you keep it? Do you keep it on set? Well, you can or just do you 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 can't really stick trans- it in the offices or something, can't no, you? Put it in the green room, Michael. You don't want to transport fish around; they don't like it. They can't complain. Just they can't complain. Hook it out with a net every That's time you want to put it though, into a it? scene and plop it into a bowl. I'd have thought that a fish might be a fairly easy one. Maybe and nobody would did... expect there to be a story about a fish like you do with maybe a dog or a cat. So No, maybe if they had like robotic fish, it'd be easy. But I honestly don't think that a fish is a very good Not very good TV soap pet. pet. No. You can't, you can't... What, what kind of pets have there been, Michael? Dogs? Tell dog... me what kind of dogs there have been. You know what types of dogs there have been. There are many types of dogs. Big dogs, little dogs, brown dogs, white dogs, smikely dogs, massive dogs. Well, there's dogs. been a lot of greyhounds, haven't there, and whippets, because... Yeah. Um... Like a disproportionate amount of greyhounds compared to the amount that you actually see in everyday life. I don't know about that, because obviously dog racing is where... A lot of whippets and greyhounds are, are where they're bred for, where they come from. Mm. Ex-champion ex, um, dogs who maybe didn't didn't do very well or uh, can't compete anymore. Yeah. There's quite a lot of them. Well, this um, is that's like what my family was, had had a whippet called Pepsi, and uh, from experience, I can tell you that whippets and greyhounds are lazy as hell. They <laughs> they spend about five minutes a day sprinting around faster than anything possible, and the rest of the time sleeping and farting. <laughs> so Pepsi was a bit of a fart yeah, dog. Cerberus and Monica both whippity greyhound. Yeah, well, Cerberus is a um a, a recent addition to the Corrie cast, isn't she? We didn't have her last time we talked about pets. There was also a um a greyhound, was it like Lucky Lita or something? Yeah, yeah Lucky the, Lita. the Hewitts had that back yep. in the uh, in the 60s maybe. Now, um 
I do you subscribe to the theory that you grow to resemble your your dog? <laughs> because I might get a greyhound just See if, as a weight loss tip. Yeah, weight loss tip by a greyhound. Greyhound yourself then. <laughs> Yeah. It could work, it could work. It might do. It's, um, I mean, let's... So Cerberus is um, whose dog? Um, Evelyn's dog. Evelyn's dog. And you've also got Monica, who was fairly um, a famous... Um, yeah. Kind I mean, of Tyrone's you... dog, um, kennel maid, uh, Molly, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was like late 90s, wasn't it? Monica had got... a bit of a sad story because she never had an exit on Coronation Street. Pretty much all pets will have some kind of tragic death where they're put to sleep or hit by a car or something <laughs> like that. Monica was hit by a car within the first few weeks of appearing on the programme. But, but then, then she was fine. She was fine, and as far as we know, she's still she's probably up in do the you, attic. Do you <laughs> count... <laughs> That's why Fizz and Tyrone never notice her. You don't have a category here for... Um... For turkeys, but Teresa the turkey, well, was she a an, pet? I've got another category. Okay, right. Um, yes. David the dog. I love David the dog. Now, he's a Yorkshire Terrier, isn't he? Yeah. He's a, he's a little petite thing. Um, he's kind of fun, but I don't think David's had much a of a... St- this is the problem with a lot of the pets at the moment. They've not been in it um, more than they've needed now, to. And this is the COVID yeah, thing. Few, few animals on Coronation Street get proper stories, don't they? So Eccles is definitely a, a dog with a story, a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. And she came in as um, the, the, the pet of one of Blanche's old friends, wasn't she? A yes. batty old woman that was around for about a year yeah, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And she ends up dying and, and um, Blanche inherits the dog. But she's certainly kind of a main dog. Because I think you can split... Emma, the... Emma kills her. She, that, yes. Yeah. I think you can kind of split the Corrie pets into ones that are like, you know, main characters from want of yeah. a better word that have got stories go. and a decent presence on the street yeah. and, and Eccles is definitely one of them I mean this is why dogs really probably do make the best soap pet don't they because you can take them out for walks you can you know you can race them like with Monica um, now here's a fact that um I, I wonder if people know about um to do with pets and films and dogs especially and what wonder why there are so many pedigree dogs in in movies and mm. it's because you can exchange one dog for another and because there's a set standard for the breed they're pretty interchangeable and well, they always Michael look the same. was played by like four dogs over yeah, his time he's a great dane yeah. so that's why most dogs in t- television you won't get very many mongrels oh okay because you how do you find another yeah, dog that yeah, looks the same i didn't even never even thought of that but i think you're right looking at the look at the list of most dogs of these dogs had. are will be pedigree recognizable dogs yeah, um yeah. like for example i think rover i think it's rover a mongrel but that is the real life dog cookie yeah, of simon gregson, of simon gregson. rover's not been on the show for what i'm gonna say two years three years at least it's it's really sad, and I just got a horrible feeling that Monica that um, Rover's going to go the same way as Monica and just never not be back. there anymore because she, yeah. she's never mentioned, and it's sad. And and she, she was a real cute dog, wasn't she? And she had the the great bonds with with Simon Gregson. So the scenes with Rover and and Simon, uh, and Steve were, were and even more cute. A really cute name, Rover, named after Rover, the Rovers. Yeah. Well, this is the and second... a Rover is a very classic dog name. Well, this is the second Rover the street has had, I think. Um, well, wasn't Jack the other and... one a, a car? Jack and... No, no. <laughs> That's the Rover. Uh, the, Annie's Rover. No, I think Jack and Vera had a Rover for a, a, a couple of episodes at one point that Jack got off a mate in the pub or something. There's also Peanut. We've got Peanut at the moment. Now, is that a little... That's a little Dachshund, isn't it? Yes, yeah, another... Very classic yeah. breed. And you had Ozzy, which is a black lab. That was yeah, Maria's beautiful. dog. 
Um, Ozzy was a complete... He never did anything, did he? Yeah, but no, I could argue with you. He was still a presence on the street. Coronation Street, I would say, maybe it's Ian McLeod. Maybe he doesn't like pets. But but like COVID. Over the last four years, the, the, the status of pets on Coronation Street has plummeted. The thing about them is that... You have to have the the pet wrangler come in, don't you? And, yeah. and certain people own different kind of cele- celebrity acty pets. Yeah, well, and... quite a lot of the pets are owned by the same person. Yeah, aren't they? yeah. Like the dog, and, dogs and cats all come together. And here's another thing: I don't know whether this together. is um, just a film thing or a TV thing or a Coronation Street thing, but when you have um, your pets, your 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 actors that play the pet, quite often, especially with cats, I think. Um, there will be different act, different acting cats that play the same character, yes. but they're tr- only trained for one thing. So there'll be a sitting cat and, a, and cat. a laying cat and a, a cat that comes when you call its name. And they all play the same character, but they're only really trained to do one thing. Mm. Yeah, that is quite funny to think about. You don't know Because I, I think I watch. learned that from when we went to the Harry Potter tour and they were talking about um, Crookshanks. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's like, there were like four different cats that played Crookshanks and mm. one of them was like a walking cat and one of them was <laughs> A sitting cat. Now, if I could, um, if I could do this in my real life, I would like me to play the sleeping Gemma. Perhaps there could be a working Gemma that I that Someone I employ, else could do that, yeah. and, a, and a podcasting Gemma that can be somebody else who doesn't say controversial things. <laughs> oh gosh, um, yeah, you're right about the, the recent years that there not being very many pets on the show. So all all the most recent additions, like like Peanut particularly, I suppose, and also has... Boo. Eva's cat. Yeah, we'll come to cats in a minute, maybe. But I, I think if you're talking about favorite favorite Cory pets in general, is even if you're a cat person, you can, can't really go for a cat because none of them. I just want to say stories. on Coronation Street, I think that the disproportionately fewer people own pets than in real life. I think yeah. the pet they're just too difficult to to you know have include on. because you have it's it's the same with the kids. You they have to have act. a separate. <laughs> you have to have a separate person come in. They have to poo all over the set. A health and safety thing. You have to have a special. You have to have a reason. You. That's why Cookie was so good. He played Roger yeah, Simon because could Simon just Gregson bring her just in. bring her in. And I, I don't know whether there's a union for pets because I remember. <laughs> do you remember the story about um, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, Thunderbirds. And how they used to have the, the hand actors. And there was a massive scandal back in the day because they just used to get members of the crew to do the hand mm. stuff. And then the unions got involved for the actors. And they're like, you have to have a proper actor involved to play the hands. Yeah, Is yeah. there like a pet union where they're like, you can't just bring your own pet to work day and call that an actor. You have to have a proper union dog. I want to know whether Simon Gagson was cashing in every time that he brought Yeah, what was what was, what was Cookie. Cookie's appearance fee? <laughs> £50 a day and all the boniers you can years. eat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, out of all of those dogs there, to me, the, the main two that have got a place in my heart, really, are Monica and Schmeichel. And that might sound a bit sacrilege not to include Eccles in there, but I never I never really grew to love Eccles that much. It's just a bit of a scruff ball. Oh, me. I love those and I know dogs. That, I know they're called people... terriers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. And I really would like one because they don't shed and I don't think you'd be allergic. Because this is mm. why we don't have a dog. Michael's allergic to dogs. and Some he... dogs, yeah. He won't have one. It's oh, cruel. That's to me. A, that's a discussion for another time, my darling. Now, uh, um, but... Schmeichel definitely has a proper story, and Schmeichel was like the key to turning Chesney from a beautiful little fun, happy-go-lucky, 
orphan type cherub into a miserable moaning adult that everybody hates. Yeah, when when Chesney came in, he didn't have um, Michael straight away, did he? In fact, no. we watched Michael's first episode Ma- last Maya, year on the Mad DVDs. Maya bought yeah, yeah. But um, he was. It was so funny how tiny Schmeichel was at the start. But I over know, the course of that year, he grew really, really quickly. Yeah. And um, I think because everybody loved Little Chesney back then and felt sorry for him, and they just came as a pair, didn't they? It was like yeah. he was his only friend. It was like and the um, the old couple too, because you had little little waif of a, of a boy Chesney yeah. and this big old clumpy dog. Yeah, and who can forget that scene where um, Scylla's dragging Chesney down the street and the and he hasn't got Schmeichel with him and he has to let or he has to let him go or something and he's there grabbing hold of the post box and going, Mum, Mum. Oh, I love Schmeichel. That was so tragic. And when, when Schmeichel, Schmeichel died... dies of his cancer. I can't... Well, yeah, he has to get put to sleep See, in this him, is doesn't the, he? This, this, is was, this is when Katie was pregnant as when with Joseph. He and Katie decided to start a family at like the age of 16 or something. And they were thought that they were grown, en- grown up enough. Yeah. And it was like a rite of passage of like the exit of childhood for Chesney... Mm for Schmeichel to die and him to kind of grow into a man. And I thought that that was a really beautiful way of writing the death of a pet into a story. It was meaningful. It was poignant. It it spoke to people that have lost pets as many, you know, anyone who's got a pet, you know, the day is coming and it's a sad, sad time. Um, And I think that when you have, when you write a story, when you write a meaningful death of a pet into a story, it can be really powerful. The same as with Eccles. And I know you say you ha- you haven't picked her as your favourite, but um, the story where poor Emma is kind of left to <laughs> to kind of decide what to do with with Eccles and try to take her to the vet, and you know this very kind of beloved pet of the of the Barlow family, and she's kind of only tangentially related to them in any kind of weird way. Mm. Because of the link between Tracy and si- and um, Steve, Steve, who yeah. is her dad, um, yeah, she's kind of like, what do you do that that moment if you're kind of looking after someone's pet and then they get sick? Even if you haven't been in those shoes, you can kind of really relate to how yeah, awful that I would think be. Eccles' death to me just felt like it was over with quite quickly. I it was felt very bad. tragic while it happened, and then it was kind of over and done with, really. But it was sad that. Ken was at his retirement home, wasn't he? Away from Eccles. And remember, Eccles was was all sick, wasn't she? She she kept weeing, <laughs> yeah. didn't she? Yeah. In the hallway. But they, they tried to make a bit of a joke out of it because there's a, there's a, just a bit of a thing on Coronation Street at the moment about bodily functions every now and, and then and pets. And, and pets often. Um, I also will pick Cerberus as one of my favourite Coronation Street pets because I really like. Again, it's a juxtaposition, isn't it? You've got this lithe young. Um, energetic animal in Cerberus even though he is a bit of a farty lazy git Mm. and then you've got Evelyn who's supposed to be the kind of older you know sedate woman but are they really just two of a kind because (laughs) she's actually sprightly and so so is Cerberus the thing I like about Cerberus most is that it harkens back to the days of Monica and I think the reason that Schmeichel and Monica are so high up on my list of favourite Corrie pets is just because it came from my early years of watching Coronation Street my formative years on the programme these two animals were around and um yeah, I kind of, yeah, grew to love them like they were my own. It was Scamper and Mitzi. Oh yeah, I've written, Mitzi was the, um, was it an Akita that, that Jenny Bradley had uh... when she came back in 93? It wasn't even hers, it was oh. her boyfriend's or husband's or something. See, Akitas are dear to my heart, Michael knows this, because my yes, my dog when I was growing up was an Akita cross called Sasha. Yes, yeah, she, she was cute, but I think it was only a couple of episodes of that. Scamper was, um, 
was uh, Joyce Smedley's dog, who was um, Judy Mallet's mum. And after wow. and after after Joyce got hit by a car, Gary and Judy had to look after Scamper for a little bit. He was all right, but well, doesn't doesn't. So I mean, uh, dog dog wise, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's Schmeichel and Monica for me, and, and you sang Schmeichel and Eccles for you with a with a few nods to the to the greyhounds as well. Cerberus and See, the, Pet Eccles. Are the, my two David favorites. is all right, and there is. There is a bit of comedy to be got from I, calling I, the yeah. dog David when the owner is also David, and it and they do have some funny scenes together because he, again, like sit, sitting juxta- on his chest or something. Uh, it's the juxtaposition of a very grumpy, sarcastic, sardonic. Not, I wouldn't say a man's man, but he certainly feels like a lone wolf, doesn't he, David? Mm. With this very frou-frou little um, kind of lifestyle dog. And yeah. they don't go together at all, but there's a deep love there. Yeah, I, I quite like Maybe. them together, but get very, very thin on the ground. He hasn't been. A number of has David been recently. David, Doggy David been in it for the last two years? Don't know. Maybe slightly. I really hope that once we're, when now these COVID restrictions are being dropped this week, it's all dropped, isn't it? Um, what's going to happen oh, there on great. Coronation Street? I wonder. Are we going to be able to get the animals back on Coronation Street again? Um, Cat-wise, I mean, I don't think any of these cats are going to be able to top my favourite dogs, and I am a cat person, as you all know. Um, there's just a, like, a load of names here that... Um, don't really mean very much. Well, I suppose the most famous, um, historical famous Corrie cat was um, was uh, Bobby, Minnie Caldwell's cat. Now, I love she, Bobby. Wasn't he? From what little we saw of him. No, he? I know, but Bobby was definitely a very um, a beloved pet, wasn't wasn't he? Yes, and I, and I feel, and we only watched a smattering of those episodes, that he was a, a, a regular a presence. Yeah, yeah. Because Minnie was always kind of cuddling Don't and him, grabbing, yeah. and, and he was like a... a a surrogate son for Minnie, really, wasn't she? And she was the she was the batty cat woman, and um, and like when when he went missing, she was sad, and when Minnie was sad, that was tragic because she was a lovely little granny old woman. So I, I did have um, a, a newfound appreciation for Bobby recently watching those episodes. Um, but then we also had there was like there was Marmaduke, which was Betty's cat, doesn't really mean much to me. Um, there was um, Boo. Um, which was Eva's cat. Cute, very cute. How many appearances did did he make? Less than ten, maybe. You got in, 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 in every time. Every time they bring a cat into Coronation Street, I get excited and think, "Hooray!" At last, they brought a cat in. There's a, cats are so dear to Coronation Street, considering they've been on the intro credits for at least forty yes! years or so. But they just and can't... They, were, they even had a cat in their Coronation Street official logo for the sixtieth anniversary. Yeah. yeah, but because they just they you can't control them. <laughs> you can't train them quite as well as dogs, and they kind of go wherever they want to. They just don't make good actors but yeah you had you had Tom which was the cat that Tracy had what year two years ago maybe he stuck around for a few episodes then it turned out that she was allergic um, Bella was Maxine's cat who was quite nice hanging around a little bit in the late 90s but then as soon as Maxine got clonked over the head by Richard Hilmer Ashley chased her away I know that's tragic that's um, horrible yeah and I don't and, like people that I think you, you learn a lot about people by the way they treat their pets and yeah, I feel very Ashley, he deserved to have honestly no on your head. I don't I think he's an awful man for that he was just grieving but I guess he was also a butcher wasn't, wasn't happy so wasn't happy about he's like, that you better run out of there before I make you into sausages so I, I I I'd like to be able that this is what this is my wish for Coronation Street that they have a cat that is a proper yeah. regular presence on the show. I don't know what storyline the cat can have. 
you know, maybe there's mice maybe, somewhere. Maybe it has to or... have a have the snip. Maybe it has a fight and it's poor They mostly big. just sit there, don't they? About... That's the thing. How so on Coronation Maybe Street? Maybe they now, go missing sometimes and climb trees, but you can't really you can't really get a long story out of that, can you? How many households do you think there are on Coronation Street? Oh, households. Twenty. Yeah. So in the UK, the um, the population the the thirty three percent of households own a dog, and twenty seven percent own cats. I would have thought that would have been higher for cats. That's mm. very low maintenance and chill. Um, so really, there should be... There should be an awful lot more. There should be street. six six or seven dogs and cats mm. running around. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we if we can't really count cats as our, any of our favourite Corrie pets, are there any other type of animal that stands out to you? I mean, I suppose in recent years we've had Charlotte Bronte and the chickens. Now, I love that. That was very cool. Iconic for the story. Absolutely. And... Great death. Where are they now? In Yasmin's stomach. <laughs> well, yes, we know that Charlotte Bronte's dead, but yes. what about the ones that pecked Jeff to death? I don't know. Probably, um, they should be getting an OB or something along with Sally Dinover for, for that service that to, to mankind. Um, so I that they were kind of fun to have, but again, didn't really see much of them. Um, Jack Duckworth's pigeons, I suppose, are fairly iconic pets, aren't they? And they were, like fish, very low maintenance. They well, just have to also, ship them in every now and then. They also all look the same, so you don't have to worry about mm. getting a special stump pigeon in. Yeah. And now I can't he- I can't hear about the pigeons on Coronation Street without thinking about their um, rejected uh, 60th anniversary storyline, which was going to be bird flu courtesy of Tyrone. <laughs> so I'm glad they didn't go with that one. I, I, I think... I wouldn't mind having pigeons brought back again and Tyrone would be the one to have them, wouldn't they? Because they are also a very iconic animal when it comes to Coronation Street. Do you think they've got a pet budget? Do you think they've got an animal stunt budget on Coronation Street? Because they had, they had Tiny, year. didn't they, recently? Oh tiny yeah, the Tiny the Horse. Um, and mm, obviously they had to... We, we met Tiny, didn't we? We met the actor we who did played Tiny. We did meet the who played Tiny. I've forgotten the name of the horse um, now. Goliath we, or something, we got, wasn't he Yeah, called? we got to pet him on the head and he yeah, came in his little... Nice. Um, had his trailer. Yeah, a little trailer. He had his own trailer. Now, there you go. How about that? <laughs> Nobody else gets their goes. own trailer. <laughs> um, who else have we had? I think all the um, the various budgies that the characters have had over the year have also gone down in Corrie history a bit. You know, Well, mostly it was See, Percy but- and Mavis, wasn't it? They had Randy and Harry and... Uh, budgies are, and- are easy to, to, port, to port about, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are... And, and sorry if um, I offend anyone with this comment. A bit of an old person pet, aren't they? I know that I I, I do know young people that have got budgies, but um, I, I don't think, think they're very popular, are they? No, anymore. So I don't know. Would, could you have Evelyn getting a budgie, or what other old characters are there on the street? Stu having a budgie, maybe, or uh, or Ken, he could have a budgie. Well, I'll tell you what, they can't have, and that's a parrot. I'm too old for a parrot. Yeah, although there has been a parrot on the street as well, hasn't there? John the parrot, which was um. What's his face? Jesse Chadwick's uh, had a parrot. Depending on the species of parrot, they can live as long as people and they get very sad when the owners die. So mm. if you want a parrot and get you're on, you over the age of 30, you're, you're too late. <laughs> Don't do it. The the, the, um, the budgies were quite funny with the, um, the, all the breeding stuff because Mavis was so um, buttoned up and, mm. um, and shy about things that having Randy come into... To, 
make eggs with (laughs) with her budgie was was kind of a funny juxtaposition and then birds can fly away that's got storyline potential um and the other thing it was with um, with mavis's budgie didn't she die when um when they moved house and then no was it was it was it percy's budgie that died and then emily got a replacement and didn't tell them i don't remember but I, I, I quite liked having the budgies around. There's been rabbits over the years. Leanne and Barney have been the two main rabbits. Don't think much of them. Yeah, but they, but they were they quite were good cute. plot points, weren't they? Yeah, they were quite cute accessories for young David and Simon, weren't they? Now, some people like rabbits and they kind of let them live in their house, don't they? Mm. And apparently they they can be quite good house Take pets. Take walks and everything, can't you? Yeah. Maybe there's, there's a storyline avenue for you there. What about ferrets? Um, they should I have d- ferrets. Oh, they, they, smell. they smell, don't they? I love ferrets, but I've never owned one. But we did have one um, very briefly when it walked into my best friend's house, and uh, we had to take it to a ferret rescue. Yeah, that was fun. And um, I would have really liked to have had a ferret, but they, they do they look, really smell they really horrible. Look cute. There's been a rat. There was Daryl the rat. That's true. Who lived far longer yep. than he had any right the to atomic do. Rat. But again, got a stupid exit storyline where he escaped and then. Uh, electrocuted himself didn't he by biting some wires or something sort of a rat thing to do isn't uh, it? it is a very ratty thing to do um, Teresa we had... Teresa yeah turkey. Teresa Turkey yeah that's a good pet probably doesn't count as a pet um, and I, I want to give a bit of a shout out to the uh, the sea lions absolutely from 1960 something that, that Dennis Tanner brought for the uh, for the talent show and not they, a they pet were, necessarily they were they frolicking in Annie Walker's bar, bar. Yes, absolutely. You love that. When would you ever have a sea lion in Coronation Street again? You Probably can't, can never. You? Never. They only brought the sea lions in because that was when all the actors were on strike and they had to fill up the cast list with something. It's like, well, sea lions don't have a union. <laughs> I think they had a monkey or something at that point as well. A monkey? Yeah, what, like, a monkey. what, like friends? Like PG Tips monkey. Yeah. You know, you said um, we didn't have any, um, any scaly pets on Coronation yeah. Street, Gemma. You forgot classic who flash what? the tortoise oh the tortoise yeah, yeah. i forgot about that who could yeah. forget mandy's mandy's uh, tortoise there um now you'd think with all the um the the advancements that we've made in robotic animals they could just have a robot actor to play some of these but they all they do is kind of bark and do backflips <laughs> Um, do you remember when everybody wanted one of those little barking dogs that would go and then they go Uh, when's when are we going to get the first robot pet on Coronation Street? That's how we know we've truly reached the future. Would you be able to love a robot pet? No. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. You have to know it's going to die to love it, really. <laughs> Getting all the hugs all you can. It's like how the Japanese um, celebrate cherry blossom because they know that they're only around for a brief period yeah. of time. So out of all of those pets, I'm sure there's some that we've missed there, Gemma. I mean, Amber had suggested that Michael, that Schmeichel, sorry, was, was her favourite. And I yeah. think, I mean... Schmeichel's the one I think that really has left the biggest storyline legacy. Yeah. Because honestly, I honestly believe in the bath that Chesney Stella. being a miserable asshole is all down to the death of Schmeichel at a pivotal point in his in his childhood. Mm. Honestly, I, you can you if you go back and you look, that's when he turned into an absolute raving asshole. Watch out, Toya. I think we've got a new therapist on the street here. I think there's a little bit of a brain doctor room And I'm here. free as well. Yeah, yeah. Toya's free. She doesn't get anything else going on I in sit, Well, Toya, she should get a patron like me. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so Schmeichel is, I think, unquestionably the best Coronation Street pet there is. I'm sure that a few people will disagree, but if you think really hard about it, then 
you'll know we're right. <laughs> what my, the hell? It's the ultimate Coronation Street Coronation pet. Street um, challenge. Do you think that... F- make new pets. I wonder whether they could like... Could, uh, what sort of pet might Sam like, do you think? Because if you want to oh, give a like pet a to a little or waif or something, Chameleon. just a, as, a, as a sidekick, because Sam doesn't really have any friends because he's a bit of a chess loser. St. Bernard. But now I don't want it to be a dog. I do. Tough. I love dogs. Dogs do make the best. Dogs are the best. Mm. Mm. Cats are wonderful. Can you think of any other characters at the moment that um, are missing a uh, everybody thirty three percent of them should have a pet according to our statistics. And I don't know whether I don't know what the kind of crossover between dogs and cat households are. But surely at least 50% of the people on Coronation Street should have a pet of some kind. They all should. I think that they should try giving Mary a pet. I think Mary that, could that have would, a parrot. That would lend in, uh, itself well to her eccentricities. And, I think the parrot. And she would be friends with it and be and people would just be walking in and find her talking to it and, and stuff. Yeah. And um, and, and she'd, she'd make up adventures and things for this parrot. Yeah, she'd be like, hey, he is I was just talking to uh, Mr. Squawks the other day and he yeah. told me. I think that would work. Why not? But, yeah. Right, next question. Thank you, Amber, for your question. I hope we've answered, we've answered it, it sufficiently. Next question, last question for tonight, is from Alex. And Alex would like to know, if your favourite characters had to leave the programme, what would be your ideal exit storyline for them? And we also had um, Richard kind of jump on the bandwagon there and said, well, what about your least favourite characters? So uh, maybe we'll try and tackle both of those in, in this chat. Um, so, Gemma, if before, I, I think I, I haven't... When we first decided to, to answer this question, I thought that we might come up with a few ideas, but um, I got a bit lazy with it and I thought we'll try and ad lib it as we go. So I don't know, I don't know how that's going to turn out for it, us Michael, now. Because you've made lists. I've made so a lot of notes. What kind of good exits do we get for characters that we like? So you can emigrate or go off to a new life. I yeah. think the most famous example of that is probably Becky, who flew away well, into, famous the, in recent into the memory, sunset. Yeah. We've also got like. Um, well, yeah, you had like Lloyd and Andrea. They went off they to live in, on the on the Channel Islands, didn't they? In their open top car. What but about then, um, even like people like Hilda? E- yeah, Hilda had a nice. Oh, exit. she had a she had a new job, didn't she? She, she went, went to go and work for Doctor Lowther, didn't she? Yeah. But then you had the other characters like went off to Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, but that no was... France. No, she, ended, no, in she, a no, she went to Kuala Lumpur and but she, she ended, ended up, up in France, France. didn't she? But yes, well, there's a fair few characters that have just Red gone House, off. Like I Ina mean, went off to live in St. Anne's to live, didn't she? Yeah. In the Sharples. But... Rosie's in Japan. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, you I mean sometimes you do go off for your job prospects like that. Les went off to do his um, roadieing, didn't he, for ZZ Top of the Morning. Candice went to do her styling for the actual status quo. Um, uh, then you got retirement you, homes. Retirement home pretty, is quite a pretty, nice uh, way to end. Common way to yeah. To Percy Moore, Norris, they all ended up in retirement homes, didn't they? Going off or, for a new love. Yeah, yeah, like a. Uh, so it's like Elsie, Elsie Tanner when she went off. She oh was yeah, that with, was a um, pretty good one. Who was it that she went off with? I can't remember what his name was now, but they had a, a quite nice exit. Um, going off together, Minnie Coldwell had a happy ending. Going off with old Handel Gart side. Um, Eddie had a lovely exit as as much as um, uh, Jeffrey uh, what was Hughes? his name the uh, Jeffrey Hughes didn't like, like he didn't like him the going idea of off him with Marion I thought man. that was absolutely lovely exit um, Graham went off with Sheen Maureen went off with um, Bill Webster so those are kind of the the good ways that you can leave the program and that's probably the sort of thing that we might want for our favourite characters or do we do it, or do we want our favourite characters to be killed off 
in a heroic way. I don't know. But I, when I was looking at different ways that characters could leave, there are a lot more ways that felt bad than good because you can like you can die in an accident or in a disaster or just natural causes or you can be murdered or you can have an illness or maybe if you're lucky you can have a heroic death like like Johnny did in Ashley um you can kind of leave in disgrace you can go to prison suicide financial ruin like bet um you can go on the run there just seems to like be Claire Peacock is still on the run in France she is all these years later how, how long she's ago was that 12 years she's hiding out in the Loire Valley I, I thought you were going to say she's hiding out in the Louvre just pretending to be the Mona Lisa she's just going oh yes the Mona Lisa's that way <laughs> so there's there's a million ways that you can die badly but and then you've got you kind of the bizarre ways like Zoe Tattersall was one of Corrie's oddest exits where she got snatched away by a cold didn't she but then you can also just have like characters just stopping being in it. So like yep. Ivy just didn't appear and then it turned out that she'd been to a nunnery and then she died there. I think Annie as well, um, after the um Real life uh, scandal. The, the real life scandal of Doris Speed's age, she just stopped being in it and then it turned out that the character She'd had gone. gone. Retirement, didn't she? To go work in the countryside or am I just No, no, that? I think that she went to stay with her family down south or something. Fred G just stopped being in it. Um, you, you... I think my favourite is Moira, who's just not in it now. Yeah, Moira. She just, she just, yeah, she's not in it now. No I, more I, questions. In, in my head, she's still working down the road. She's just working really, really hard at that medical well, centre. Well, it's and been a hard time, gonna, isn't it? During she's going to step outside once they release these COVID rules, relax the COVID rules, and then you get also like some characters that just say, "Oh, I've had a really tough story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave now." Like you know, Michelle. Oh, I had a really tough love triangle story with Robert. I'm gonna go off somewhere and. Uh, and Eva, I've had a bit of a tough time. I'm going to go off and live in France somewhere. And so it's the same with Stella as well. Um, so I don't know. Let's let's have a look at some of our characters that we like then um, and think, or do we want to have a happy ending for them? Or would that just be boring? Do we want something that, you know, fitting for their character or something random? Do you, do you have any particular favourite characters that you'd like to tackle? What's the question again? First? How would we like them? To leave. How if we, we had to, we had to, to kill off, not kill off. We had to release our our favourite characters Back into the wild. from the confines of Weatherfield. How would we do it? Oh. Who's our favourite character? I don't want remember? anyone to leave. No, no, no I'm not this, answering this. This is the question. You've got to answer this one. Let's no, let's go I for can't. the big guns at the moment. Let's uh, let's go for Bradders. How are we going to kill off no. Jenny? How are we going to get rid of her? Sally Ann Matthews is, is gets a taste for the stage, for the theatre. Now she's doing her <laughs> vignettes. Yeah. And um, and she's like, oh, screw that, Coronation Street. I'm going to gonna tread the boards for good. How are we going to kill off Jenny? Oh, not kill off. I know. I, 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 in my head, I'm just saying kill off. But it doesn't have to be. But maybe it does. Because would that be a would that not be a fitting ending for her to be reunited with her Johnny? <laughs> Jump down the drain. <laughs> What have you got an idea about it? No, I haven't got any ideas. I'm just, as I say, now, I'm, my plan is to ad lib this as a go. I can't think of anything I would like, how I would like Jenny to leave. I suppose a new romance would be a fitting kind of thing and her sort of saying to, to Rita, like, this is the man for me. I, I love him. I can't imagine life without him. And Rita saying, oh, you've got to follow your dreams. I wouldn't mind that as long as it wasn't a massive wet blanket like Leo. I can't imagine she he went... would be her equal. I think Johnny was a pretty as as good as any mm. um, love interest she's ever going to get. The funny thing with Becky, who also went off to a new love, the person that she ended yeah, up with had only been useless. in it. 
He'd only been in it for like a month or two, yeah, hadn't hey. he? He kind of swans it. Mr. Perfect, ready-made family for her. And off she jets on, uh, on the way to Barbados. But her- It's difficult to say what what is Jenny's kind of life goal. Because when she was younger, she actually wanted to open a salon, didn't she? And um, Rita wouldn't give her the money for it. Or yeah. business. Yeah. And um, now she's a landlady of a pub. But I can't say that... She was a singer as well, wasn't she? When she, she was did, younger. She, she did Maybe a, she could off. go and get a job working on the cruise lines as a singer. And Rita would like encourage her and say it was great. And she falls in love with the ship's captain. And then... I think the story was that Jenny was working on the cruise ships in between her... Well, there you go. ...in her stints. So maybe... So she comes to Southampton and uh, jumps on a, on a big cruise ship and goes and, and sings... I don't think anyone I, would buy it now, though. I, I would, because she, I think that Jenny being a singer is a kind of lost Coronation Street trivia. Yeah. I mean, she she has been a bit of a romantic over the years, hasn't yeah. she, Jenny? So it feels right for her to go off with, how about, with a perfect man. But then I've, I how, just feel that she'd I've be betraying the memory of Johnny. Rita dies <gasps> right, and leaves all her money to Jenny. Yeah. And Jenny is kind of at that kind of stage in her life where she doesn't know what to do. So she decides to go on a round-the-world cruise. Mm. And when she gets on the ship, she meets up with the ship's captain, and you can tell that they're falling in love with each other as soon as they see each other. I think and then some we just handsome watch her ship's captain sail maybe. off into the sunset, and we kind of dot, dot, dot. Do we get some postcards just to see how she's getting on? With a gnome in them. <laughs> gnome's ear. Yeah, from Arthur. That's my ending for Jenny. <laughs> That'd be quite nice. Right, for Abby... He's another one of our favourite characters. The only way for Abby to go is in a blaze of glory, isn't it? It's rescuing people. I think she does. Are we um, going to actually kill off Abby, though? The quads, like, four k- kids in her arms running through. I am not sacrificing Abby for those bloody quads. How about I? they no all die? She, she has got to be rescuing somebody that I actually care about. It could be anybody, really. I mean, he, well, maybe little Sam, possibly. Peanut I, the dog. I, I don't feel that Abby's story arc is going to be properly complete until she gets those twins back again and t- they were shortchanged a little bit at christmas with their micro appearance okay. weren't they but her her whole story has been about what oh what a terrible mum i am and oh how i've screwed my life up and it feels like as much as it feels right for her to go out in a blaze of glory i'd want her to have some closure on just being a massive screw-up the whole of her life. She Charlie she needs to achieve something. And, and Charlie and Lexi being her only living children, currently, depends what's brewing in her belly at the moment, is the only way of doing that. Um, like, could, could she prove herself to them? Or, yeah, maybe save their lives or something? I, I don't know. I don't know. But if, if, I mean, if we're getting rid of our favourite characters, we are saying they're gone for good, aren't they? And the thing with... with the, the 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 nice exits is sometimes they're not that memorable but ones like you know Johnny's exit recently for example which was a similarly heroic exit that is always going to be remembered I would hope in Coronation Street history so you you want it to be something yeah she's going to rescue her twins they've come back from Australia and she saved them from a Something. Fire. She's quite good at rescuing people from yeah. fires, is Abby. Too many fires around. But then she's going to burn herself to death. And, um... Sad. Maybe maybe leave whatever baby she may well have within Ran and Toy to raise. Well, that's the other the other pair of characters that we really like. Now, how would Toya and Imran leave? I'd like them to go off together. I want them to go and, I like... I don't know whether that's I want, right um, at the moment. 
See, what, what's Imran's family background? He's got a... He's Is got his a, parents still alive? No, no, his dad died, didn't he? Hashim... Not Hashim, sorry. What the hell? What was his dad called? Daddy Habib. He, he died um, believing that Rana had oh, changed yes. the error of her ways. Oh, I'm stupid, yeah. And his mum's a nutcase. Same, same um, yeah, now they're quite well off, aren't they? So yeah. maybe, Sarah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right, Sarah. Um, Sarah yeah. Habib. Now maybe she dies and leaves the fortune, the, the Habib family fortune to Imran, and he buys a ranch somewhere. A ranch. Like a, a beautiful, big, sprawling country estate um, in the middle of nowhere, room for a thousand children, and Toya and Imran go and start a foster home together, um, fostering wayward children and uh, bringing them up, like doing rodeos <laughs> and counting acorns. I mean, we the, the problem with Imran, and he has been in the show for a good five years or so now, is that because he's been so underused over the years, it's not easy to know exactly what makes him tick but one thing that has always given him a big smile over that big old goofy face of his over the last year or two has been the prospect of being a father hasn't it yeah so maybe that would make his life complete but i mean i i can't a foster I would... home running a foster home i'm i'm telling you the pair of them are made for that exit because you've got toys a counselor she's a she's a she wants to be a mum she like you know she's quite she can be quite domestic in a way but imran as well he's got this kind of legal background and i can imagine him being an advocate for these children because you do you have to advocate for the, the foster children in your care and um you have to negotiate the the legal system to kind of champion their best interests and he would be perfect at that what what a great combination he would but i don't know that feels well, like how a are you going to get rid of them then it's not i dull. mean we've spoken to charlie a few times about this this rain rainy night rooftop fight between imran oh, and yeah, gary windass <laughs> that, that feels like it could be a quite fun Fun exit. Yeah, but maybe he pushes he Gary off the end and then he goes... his sister. Now I'm going to live in the countryside. Kind of like in Lord of the Rings when Galadriel gets tested by the ring and then she says she was going to decline and going to the east I, or whatever. I would really love Imran to be the one that finally brings Gary Windass down and yeah, they've had very little to, to do with each other. Yeah, but what's to say he can't have a nice other. retirement after that? Even though he's only like 12. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that, that's not what we're saying for those two. Then, who else do we like? Um, what about, about Dev, the Devster? He's one of our faves at the moment, isn't he? Um, I don't know what to. I can't think of a really satisfying way to end Dev's story. His has also been a bit of a quest for romance over the years, hasn't it? And um, you know, he's he's he was a bit of a. Um, a flighty Lothario. man. Lothario and his... You don't call them flighty when it's men. They don't get to be slags or, or <laughs> loose women. They get to be Lotharios and Ro- oh. um, Romeos. I think settling him down with somebody that's just right for him would be would be good. Although, I mean, Sunita was fairly well matched for him, I would say. And that was 15, 20 years ago. Um, I think... I mean, do we want him to have his business empire properly take off, maybe? Or... Or does he just end up with Gina? We've just been talking about Gina, haven't we, recently? Um, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of a necessarily good one for him. I'd, are, there, are there any characters, kind of, that are, are favourites of yours that you would like to definitely see die? Is it, I mean, did we, did we agree that for Abby in the end? I think Abby should die. If she's going to go, she's got to die because um, she's, a, she's a hero and uh, we don't get very many female heroes on, on Coronation Street and... Uh, sacrificing her life to save someone is a very mm. abby thing to do um 
who knows how she's going to react to um we we kind of assume well it's obvious that her affair with Imran's going to come out because uh, it always does in Coronation Street so I can only imagine yeah, on her the, reacting on the brink right badly as we're considering actually. that she's been hooked on drugs almost every other time anything bad's ever happened so you know is she going to fall even further from grace as than we've ever seen her in which case is the only way out you know a kind of heroic end is she too good for this world is is she too damaged to mm. continue and sacrificing her life for somebody is the only way that she can really do something good in this world i don't know i can see roy dying and i'm only saying that because um i can I know that Corey likes to tug on the heartstrings of particularly beloved characters and uh, I, I don't particularly like it, as do you, uh, when characters get given horrible health conditions. No. But I, I'm i not saying this is what I want, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they, the route they go down with Roy and have him, Jack and Vera star, reuniting with Hayley, bring back Julie Hesmond-Hash for one final appearance, maybe. I think I said Take something him away about for this. A, and they can sail away down the boating lake together or something to the afterlife. I think that would be quite sweet. Because just about, even though he's got his newfound family in Nina, I think... Oh, Nina's going to be traumatised if he pops his cock. Well, everybody dies, doesn't it? Doesn't, well, they do, they yeah, that's always life. the way it ends. But um, I, I think that that could be a really, really memorable exit to have Roy disappearing off into the sunset with, with Hayley one last time. Yeah. But people would compare it to Jack and Vera, so it'd have to be a... I mean, it's already been, like, over ten years since Jack met Vera's ghost, so are I think we overdue I, I definitely, at some point, have said about how I would do that with Roy and um and Hayley yeah I'm pretty sure I did I know another character who we both like at the moment David Platt he's one of our faves isn't he um I don't know what would be a suitable exit for him I don't know I don't think I particularly want him to die no I don't feel like it would be a good way for him to go because he feels immortal in a weird way yeah um but what would be it is he gonna get He's not particularly the got is, the ambition that he, would mean that you'd to get a that. job somewhere he else. Really he really has happy nothing to... going for him, apart from he likes to cut hair. And nobody's poaching, um, you know, barbers no. from England to go anywhere to do anything. He doesn't need to go up, find a newfound love and jet off somewhere, because he's got Shoda, who's also a very happy homebody down in Weatherfield. Um, I, I don't want him to just stop being in it anymore. Maybe they just move to Devon and... Eat scones. I'd like I'd like him to be caught up in a in an epic final huge massive Britain's Got Talent Super Soap Week kind of style storyline because the Platts are all very good at that and he's had so many over the years. Um, I I wouldn't want him to go. I wouldn't want him to go out a villain because although he has no been mighty entertaining as being an antagonist over the years I think that he is uh, I think a lot of people really do love him and to see him going down uh, with his name besmirched it wouldn't sit right with me no. maybe he can go out a hero though you know the Abbey style maybe I wouldn't be adverse to him dying in the yeah but who's he going to say not Max yeah, I don't, I don't care about Ma- enough about Max or Lily or... 
He could save Shona, maybe. He could have a bit of a Johnny Connor-style exit, couldn't he? Mm. Saving his saving his missus. Or maybe saving Gail. Because... <laughs> yeah, and then he could say, I love you, Mum. And yes. then die. Oh, he could. He could call her yeah. Mum. Yeah. And she could, oh, David. Oh, blink, 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 oh, blink, blink. <laughs> I, don't know whether, I don't know whether I could cope with um, grieving Gail again. Or grieving Shona, or grieving Max. I wouldn't anyway... Um, okay, there we go. So David's going to die uh, saving his mum somehow. Yeah, all right. So to, to get her back for all of the um the, the, yeah, the, get the her back. trauma that he's caused her over the year. Are we done? Um, I don't know. We've got a few more. I mean, if people like Debbie, I quite like her. She's on my list. Debbie of would be like, like, she's just gonna... I've brokered a deal. I've bought the entire country of Turkey, so I'm going. <laughs> and I, they, I really hope they do more with Debbie this year. She's been in what two, three episodes maybe this she's year. Great, isn't she? We've barely she, seen her, but she's oh, how amazing. about she goes and lives in LA and she becomes a jewelry designer. Or like a there boutique, a clothes shop. And she sells like, maybe she like starts an Etsy shop to like sell her old clothes. And then she gets scouted by some kind of talent scout who says that she's got an amazing eclectic dress sense. <laughs> and then she goes and lives in LA and she opens a boutique and she sells stuff to like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's mistress or... <laughs> Okay, I've got one more. I've got one more. Because we haven't really covered the old characters much. And I think one of our favourite old characters at the moment is Audrey, isn't she? Okay. And, um, I mean, she goes blind it's horrible to say, well. but, you know, 30 years' time, we're not going to have Audrey on the show anymore. So, and, and maybe that's overestimating it a little bit. But um, how would we want her to go? Because, it's, because it, it, it is really sad. Some um, of the older characters on the street who have just either gone off somewhere and never come back like Ina, like Emily, yeah. or you got ones that just disappear, you know, fade away and then disappear and don't come back like like Betty maybe. And and then it's have to be explained, oh no, she died. Sorry, yeah. she didn't get a final exit yeah. episode or anything like that. Or you get characters that I, I can't think what old characters have there been who've had a decent exit? I mean Mavis, I'll tell you what, maybe, we haven't Percy. had we haven't had a, an old lady deathbed scene, have we? Do you think it's because it's too like it? Because we know that actors can be quite superstitious. Is it like bad taste to have that kind of story? But <laughs> you know, know, wouldn't it be kind of interesting to have a mirrored exit for Audrey that Elma had, where she mm. she kind of dies and she has a deathbed and she is surrounded by people. Um, and having her surrounded by the plats could be quite nice. And I don't need it to be a yeah, long lingering like, illness. And you or can just imagine like her patting Gail on the cheek and going, You're a good daughter in the end. Yeah. Also, or like, I'm sorry if I wasn't a good enough mum. And, and a lot of these involve Gail going, Oh, mum. Yeah. Oh, David. Would you oh. get, would we get um, Stephen Reed back for that as well? Her, uh, yeah, I'll have to. Long lost son. Write it down. Maybe. Okay, well, there's the characters that we like. Let's just, let's just finish this off before we finish with uh, characters that we don't particularly like because. It's, it's a tricky one because if we give them too exciting and grisly an exit, then yeah. it goes down in Coronation Street history. And if it's a character we don't like, then we don't necessarily want that for them, do no, we? No, we want them to like die in a, an infamous, horrible, mm. lonely, sad death. But like... equally, if we just stick him in the back of the taxi and get, and get rid of them all like that, then that's not necessarily good for the show. Um, I want Tim to get kicked to death by Tiny the horse. Do you reckon... Is that? But is that not too? Is that not too memorable? It's not very memorable, is it? Because you won't get to watch it. She's gonna get trampled by him. We're not gonna have a scene where the horse is trained to kick 
uh, Joe Dutton in the head, but in a very gentle way. <laughs> are we? I think, I think or like, Tiny's or already like, um, made his final like journey to the factory. Or like a scene where you kind of have um, um, Tim in, in a darkened stable and you know, the sound of a horse whinnying and then you see its eyes flash in the darkness and then you see Tim raise his hands and go, Tiny, no, no. And then you hear the stamping noises and then you see Tim's hand fall into a pile of manure. And then we have the... <laughs> The theme his hand tune. or just his face? Yeah, his face <laughs> in a big cow plop. Only I don't know why there's a cow plop in there. Cloud cow plop, Cassett Coronation Street. Why not? I I don't I, I don't know whether we Tim should just like have a heart attack overnight one day and Sally comes down and finds Dies him cow, finds him dead and then it, and it's not all about him. It'd be a bit of an Aiden Aiden death for Sally just there going, oh no, Tim. And then we get to see And then Elaine's there going, he never got to ring his bell one final time. Tim, I would have come if I'd known. <laughs> Let me just test his heartbeat with my special stethoscope. Other characters that we don't particularly like at the moment. James, he can just get... I, I wouldn't mind him having some sort of, oh, well done, we're poaching you for a big club well, or well done, you're going to be a manager now, but not in the programme. My prediction was that, that he would get um, promoted to some kind of London club, but then Danny's moved to London without mm. him. Why doesn't he just go and play for an, for a London club? Yeah, I think I think that'd be fine. Just don't drag it out, please, James. Off you pop. That's now talking lad. about being promoted, what about Maria? Now she's entered this hairdressing competition. <sighs> I can only imagine that that greater things are headed her way. Well, hairdressing competition, and she's going to be running for council, isn't she? Maybe she could so be the she... mayor of of hairdressing. <laughs> mayor dressing <laughs> yeah she because you can have some kind of promotion somewhere disappear off bugger in a taxi off. bugger off Maria um, what about um, what's that Chesney Chesney <sighs> see I I think that I've got enough like respect Chesney. for old Chesney that if he got a rubbish exit it'd just leave a bit of a sour taste in my mouth and, and we've always said that he should get back his um, Alan Sugar um sort of market trader business well, he, routes that he, he yeah. seemed to be doing really well at 10, 15 years ago and then just gave it all up for a life of sadness. Domestic and kebab drudgery. Cap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would be very happy if, um, maybe if we have Scylla die, maybe she can leave him a bit of money. He can do a startup or, or, or some kind of business. I'd like to see him do well. I'd like to see just a big old smile on Chesney's face which is a rare thing these days. Well, like, how I, I, about I don't, this, I don't wish ill on him because how he about means something to me in my past. When Chesney was younger, and I can't remember when, whether this had anything to do with the death of Schmeichel or not, just link it back to our previous discussion, but he used to work on the market yeah. selling dog stuff and yeah. pet stuff. Now, how about Scylla dies, leaves him a load of money, and then he opens a pet shop and he it's kind of says something to Gemma along the lines of, when Schmeichel died, I never thought I'd be able to love another animal again. And there was just this big hole in my heart and I couldn't fill it. But now I think if I can make people happy and, and make their pets happy, I think I've fulfilled my purpose in life and I'm honouring Schmeichel's sacrifice or some kind of stuff, something like that. and then business Schmeichel's or Schmeichel's something. Schmeichel's pet shop. But he wouldn't put an apostrophe in, would he? Well... <laughs> But would he would he move and then away go, for this? And then like, yeah, go, go somewhere. No, just go open a shop somewhere. Like say, oh, my uncle, his animal family. my uncle that you've never heard of has a shop in Kuala Blackpool. <laughs> I'm going to go and live there. But is he going to take Gemma with him? Because yeah, it's sod off. 
oh, and the quads. No, see, they can I, all ra- get raised with hamsters. I, I still don't think I hate Gemma enough because she she's. You don't hate Gemma enough to let her go and retire happily working in a pet shop. I'd She'd rather love that Chesney can... just went and Gemma could have a chance to get back to herself and maybe I bring Henry back. You know what I'm saying? Imagine Gemma working in a pet shop with Chesney going, "Hey, look at these great snakes we've just got in, aren't they brilliant?" And, like, whenever people come in, going, oh, what's the name of your hamster? Oh, that's a dead cool name. I love hamsters, me. <laughs> Can't you just imagine that? Chatting away to everybody. If I had and to get rid of Gemma, I would absolutely have uh, Henry returning to Weatherfield and whisking her off in his arms, Sodgy Chesney. Okay. But I don't, but I, I, I think there is some kind of redemption for Gemma, and I know a lot of people will disagree with me for that. The but only she, way that she used to be. All these really, quads really have good. to die. Yeah, kill them. That's fine. Kill them off. Yeah, they can get um, blown up. They can just get mauled to death by rabid guinea How pigs about at the pet shop. They get eaten by a boa constrictor. Yeah, and then we can see four little lumps yeah. inside. Her. And Chesney go, <laughs> and Chesney come in in the morning going, "Where's the quads?" And then he does that face where he goes, oh. <laughs> and Gemma goes, "Oh no." Um, who else? Uh, anyone else we want to get rid of? Should we, should we get rid of Bess while we're here? What's, in, what's British sign language for snake ate my baby? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, I would tell you, Gemma, but this is a podcast. So oh, hang on, this is it. it. Yes, that's it, Gemma. That is exactly Perfect. it. You're right, you're right. Uh, yeah, can we just get rid of Beth while we're here, please? Um, uh, Sepsis. Uh, maybe she can rediscover her modelling route. She's another one that. I, I, I used to really like, but they've really done Hand a number model. on her over the last few years. But Hand she... model for a catalogue that sells, um, like, can openers for old ladies who can't open jars. But she used to be a proper model. And and like, I think there's not many people know this about Beth when she came into it. That was her backstory, wasn't it? How to do weeding without leaning down. Okay, we have, we've run out of steam with this, I think. Beth can just... Quite yeah. She's barely in it at the moment, anyway. Maybe she can be one that just disappears. What's wrong off. with being a hand model for a, an old lady's AIDS catalogue? There you go. That, there's your future career prospects for you, Beth. She can do. She can do that thing where you kind of sit in a chair. You know when you always you get these little catalogues and it's like how you know helping people who need an extra hand with stuff. Mm. And it's always like a twenty year old model going, "Oh, I can't possibly open this jar by myself." Or, "Oh, yes, I really do like sitting in this in this big chair with this special heated blanket." That stops me from dying. Oh yes, this is my special cord that I pull when I've got a hard heart attack. <laughs> it's like no, you're twenty. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Okay. Shall we? Shall we end it there? I think that these are that both of our questions this evening have been comprehensively well and truly answered, answered by thank the experts. Thank you very, very much, Amber, and thank you very, very much, um, Richard Alex and, and Alex. Richard. For, for your real questions this week and, and everybody for listening I hope you've enjoyed this and if anybody here has got any other ideas for pets that we've missed or indeed ways that you would like to get rid of your favourite or least favourite characters do write into us at conversationstreet at gmail.com and let us know yes but for now I think we will end it there follow us on all manner of social media look at our YouTube channel it's lovely I promise and we will be back this weekend with another roundup of what's going on in Weatherfield this week. Until then, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And the music from this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Oh, 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 oh.